I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to this week's Roker Report podcast. Hopefully you all had a wonderful bank holiday weekend, made all the sweeter by witnessing a rare Sunderland win at the Stadium of Light. I'm your host James Copley and joining me this week is the one and only Connor Bromley. Hello. With some terrible wraparound sunglasses. What? You these look are like, these? You look like some sort of like... I'll put them on. Take American a I disagree. I, well, I can't have it. I dropped your phone. I, I dropped your phone in the bath. So, got low. No, oh, well, I'll take a selfie. Do you know why I've got them? It's because I was getting headaches when I was driving. But you look ridiculous. No, I don't. Pa- well, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> yeah. And joining us for his first appearance on the podcast is the padster, Paddy Hollis. How are you, mate? Hello there. I'm good, thanks. I'm excited. And yeah. how do you think Connor looks in his glasses? I mean, I didn't. you didn't actually have them on outside when I saw him, but now that we're inside... They're not really. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. wearing them until Jim said. <laughs> I, I might need to see them outside first. I don't. Well, know, I don't think that's a polite way of him saying they're shy. <laughs> they're practical. <laughs> you've got. To, you've got to have sunglasses when you drive when it's sunny because otherwise you get glare oh, and it's not nice. That's that's safety, isn't it? Right. Right. Well, buy, some, buy some better ones. No, these were like seventeen quid. I think mine are better. Yours look shit. Those are fucking pretend to be a Beatles star or something. Well, yeah, it's better than fucking soccer guy from America. <laughs> what hat? What hat are you wearing? New York Giants. Although I do like the. Um, I do like the the third. Charcoal kit that you're wearing that Sunderland have played in about twice. Twice, yeah, twice. I thought it was only once. Maybe once. It we there. did at Preston. I remember. Yeah, we definitely played at Preston. Have we worn it since then? Or probably not. No, probably not. it's a nice shirt though. It is. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's nice for a summer's day. Apart from the fact it's black, so that <laughs> comes out. So not really nice for some. Yeah, not really. <laughs> right. Anyway, on to um on to the performance um. This weekend we did something no other championship team has managed to do and we avoided defeat against the league champions, Wolves. Um, and it's pretty typical of, uh, of Sunderland, really, isn't it? Already relegated, then the, uh, the pull-up performance out the back. Um, aye, Stuart Donald was in the in the crowd. Um, Bally Mumba came on. Uh, not in a pink seat. Not in a pink seat, aye. No, he's um, already breaking promises. <laughs> and it's all um, it's all looking a bit rosy, isn't it, now? Paddy? Yeah. It's, um, I think it's it was the best way we could have ended the season, really. You know, after you know, there's this thing about us being so poor at home, and then to go out and beat the league champions, as you say, it's typically Sunderland, but it's exactly what we needed going into the new season. You know, new sort of turn over a new leaf and start a fresh next season. It's really exciting. Brom mm. reminded me a bit. Now, I'd, obviously, the swear jaw's not here, but it reminded me a bit of Newcastle's five-one uh, win against Spurs. Ah, Do you know, and yeah, the they went down. Well, they went down. We relegated them. Was all happy days. Yeah, and then the, the the had that final day. The hammered Spurs were five-one, and, and then, then 
Spurs didn't finish in front yeah, of Arsenal. Got that momentum for the next the yeah, next season. Newcastle have ten men as well for most of that game. Or something. Yeah, they did. Uh, Rich got sent off because Van so, like, and Suzuko just decided to start playing for the first time that season. Well, actually, yeah. Wijnaldum was really good at home. He just couldn't play away. If you remember, he had, like, I remember him getting five stack. against Norwich and never yeah. getting anything else. Now he's scoring yeah. in fucking but Champions was, League semi final. That was the week before one of the three nils at Stadium Light. And he was saying, I remember him saying, like in the build-up, like, oh yeah, um, I'm going to get like another four at the weekend, and then he just got, just, he just didn't just make an appearance. He's uh, never showed up. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it was good, and I think also it was, felt a bit symbolic because there were so many youngsters playing, so many players Aye. that we think are going to be pillars of the team next year. The kids are all right, to quote the who. Then we've got definitely my second favourite Paddy in the room as well. Aye, well Paddy McNair, you. Um, you put a tweet out there, Connor, saying we should build around him, we should keep him. I we agree. Should, he should be club captain. I spoke. You, sense. Will you agree with your own tweet? I spoke <laughs> sense. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke yeah. a lot of sense. I, I completely agree with that because if he, if we can keep him, and I don't know if is he one of the ones who wants to stay or oh, who knows? That, oh, yeah. who knows? Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> so obviously, if he ends up staying, which will be perfect for us, yeah. We definitely just give him the armband. Do, do, do you think we can keep him? Of course, we can. Do you think? I, I think you put. I think there'll be a lot of teams probably in the championship who'll see might be able to get him on the cheap. But I'm hopefully, s- speaking to Ian Murtar of the the Express and the Star, he said that there's always there's already been a couple of inquiries about him. Like, it's not surprising. He's nah, a, he's I, a, I think he's a borderline Premier. If I was a Premier League team and was going up. I would try and get him off something like team Navin for about five, he, six million. He'd fit in well at Burnley or something. Yeah, he would. Yeah. I think also you'd probably fit well at like Cardiff. Yeah, but fuck, fuck Cardiff. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd have a bit disappointed. If you listen, Dad, fuck you. Very, dis- <laughs> <laughs> very disappointed. Dad's a Cardiff fan and he's not said anything about the Does he just walk around touching his head all the time? What, sorry? Does he walk around touching his head all the time? No, no. No. <laughs> he doesn't. But I, I um, Luke Molyneux um, got the start after Loa Loa pulled up at the warm up. Should we um, talk a little bit about Luwalawa? About you know, should we? What are people's views on keeping him or getting rid? Of? I think it's just a get blind and obvious decision. It, um, yeah, it's all that sums up his Sunderland career. The fact that he was in line to finally start and then he got injured in the warm up. I think that's that's symbolic of his time that's at Sunderland. And yeah, he needs mm. to go. I think. I, I don't. We've had we've had injury prone players at the club for for too long. But it, I mean, you could you could level that at Paddy McNair and Duncan Watmore. But at least they've shown stuff to to warrant um, to warrant. The contracts, but I don't, I don't really see what Luwala has done. Yeah, it's a bit of a difference though. With McNair and Watmore have had like that knees ripped to shreds. Whereas and, and they are fairly young. Whereas yeah. Luwala was Look, what, 29 yeah. or something. Like got that. the youth on the side, still haven't they really? And he's um, a mag. Not that I'm bothered, but he's a mag. <laughs> so are you, you from fucking Blythe? I'm not a mag. I'm Northumbrian. Oh, How right. many times do I have to go through this? Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> fucking Welshman from Hendon. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Welsh. You're, North, you're Northumbrian. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I actually am. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mag. And Paddy's not Irish. I was I was born in Sunderland, so there you go. Connor wasn't. I wasn't. I was. Who cares? Me. <laughs> I was born in Ashen. Well, yeah. That's that's proper magnetic. The hospital. Ashen's not. Ashen's fifty fifty. I don't know about it. No, it genuinely is. Ashton's 50-50. You're flirting. Right, anyway. You can't yell if you didn't shut up. How, how good was Molyneux? Um, can he contribute next season? I think he can. I know Gav, our managing editor, has been a massive proponent of starting him sooner. Um, and I made the point a couple of podcasts ago and was ridiculed by Connor Bromley. The, yeah. the, the kids should should start. We should just do away with the ex-pros, but apparently we weren't allowed to do that because... I don't think I... Oh, the, oh yes, yes. Well, listen back, we weren't allowed to do that because we pay the wages, we'll have to play, play them, was, was your argument. I can't remember which pod it was, but... Well, I can't remember saying that. 
Well, you did. I was listening back the other day. It sounds very Jimmy Lawson-y. Oh, God, don't mention him. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think I've generally been an advocate of playing the young players. I certainly remember whinging about the fact we were playing lone players from other clubs and we've got mm. our own young players. Mm. I'm going to find the podcast back and... I think I think you're wrong. I genuinely think you're wrong because I, I don't think I said you that. Did. You did. I can't remember which podcast it was on. Since this, since we're allowed to do this sort of reflection thing, so it's like a season review, isn't it? Like, <laughs> reflect on all the times. Yeah. Right. And Lewis Graven can't drum. I think it was when Colgan was in. Was it Colgan? No, I don't know. I barely got a word in Edry's there, man. I was. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, I can't remember, but um, I am. I'm just. Um, I'm nitpicking, really. Um, Robbie Stockdale. Very good. I think he is that. Is it the third time he's been caretaker or well, second or something? But I think his second runner might be his third game. That must be his, the first game he's won, though. But that that shouldn't. Well, we actually we played. It, I think he took charge of the Millwall home game as well. He had Borough, and he had Borough where we played all right and oh, actually yeah. got beat. So he's picked up four points for three games. I think. But I mean, did, somebody will tell us I'm wrong. Like, but. Did he have us to the tail end of the Moyes season? No, 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 no Moyes stayed. He stayed, didn't he? Yeah, he resigned like the day after the last game. Or uh, something. Yeah, I remember that. and then he wrote off the money out of him. Mm. How much do we read into Fletcher's celebration running over to Stockdale? Uh, I, don't, I don't really. I didn't really see anything. I don't really list. read much into it. I don't know. No, I mean, I know that there's been. You know, I would like to have him back, and I know that there's been sort of some speculation that he might come back again on loan. Um, and I think a few weeks ago, I would have said you're okay, but in recent games, I think he's. He's been really well, so he could probably do with the spell in League One, I think. But I don't I'd think have, yeah. I'd have him again. Like, I think he's got a bit of an ego to be honest. I doubt he'd move. I, I, yeah. I'd have him again, but I, I just want I want us to own our own players for once. That's true. Yeah, I actually think Fletcher will probably. I could see him ending up at a Cardiff. I know I'm just going to link every crap player to Cardiff, I but I can just see him at Cardiff. Sort of striker that Neil Warnock will mould into something. I do, but I also think that he's just not. Like he struggled against sort of championship centre halves. I think against the Premier League, he's just going to get. I, I don't think he was ever deployed correctly. We, we were trying to force him to be a target man. I think it's patently uh, obvious he was never really a target he's got man. A bit pissed he's just off. tall. Yeah, that's that's him. Um, he was quite fast for his height because he didn't obviously. You don't usually associate them two things with the same player, but yeah, he was. He did have a surprising turn of pace. Yeah, he did. And that that um, he had a run at the weekend where he blitzed a few players and he. Mm. Very fairly shot over the top, like which is standard. Even his goal was well taken, you know. Yeah, I, I just remember against um, was it was it Preston or was it Brentford when he was through on goal and it just bounced off his knee. It was uh, Brentford. One I think of, that was Brentford. Brentford yeah. at home. Yeah, yeah, it was Brentford at home. That, that's that's my that's home. my overriding memory. He also missed a sitter at Bristol City away. Well, it was a great save, like, but it was a sitter where the ball Loire Loire like took a shot and yeah. came back at him and he like just hit it at the. I keeper. think wasn't wasn't that a three three as well? Yeah, wasn't that a winner? Yeah. that could have turned our whole season around could have but I think that that was special, f- that. this has been a season of false dawns we've oh, had so on. many yeah. false dawns it's been ridiculous I mean I think if we're going to reflect now on the Coleman era as the Coleman era looked on as a missed opportunity missed opportunity I think yeah and big up uh, Mr Coleman who honoured his commitment to the Bradley Lowry Foundation and went for a bike ride did he actually go because I couldn't he see him today, on the picture yeah, was it a picture was posted on, on oh, did yeah, picture went, did he? him and Martin Bain Martin Bain looked extremely awkward <laughs> he did well, yeah. I think <laughs> I think that the the staff at Sunderland the, what, particularly Martin Bain I think a lot of the press side of things I think will probably be under question like because mm. mm. I wouldn't be surprised to see who'll see changes on, on that front. Well, I think um, it's been alluded to, hasn't it? Yeah, and I think Stuart Donald's been hanging about with a, a PR guy as well, and they'll yeah. be wanting to... Uh, 
I'd say put a more positive stamp on and not yes. wish Shea given a happy birthday. <laughs> yes, yes. Right, John O'Shea retrospective views. That might be his last appearance. Well, I think I speak for certainly for me. It's a well, you, a, you tend to speak for you. Like, <laughs> I was going to say for everyone, but I was like, I think I'm probably wrong. <laughs> so I changed it, and then you call us out on it. But I think <laughs> I've had a roller coaster with John O'Shea. Like I loved him to begin with, and then I, I soured off him a little bit in like the Decanio era, mm. and then I came back around to liking him. And then I thought he was unfortunate, really, being a shit team. And then I thought this year he was poor, but you know I had to play him. But overall, I just feel a bit sorry for him. I think he's he could have done so much more with the last six years I, of his career. I think history might be a bit kinder to them, kinder to him than the present. I mean, like he's he captained a team at Wembley. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know he was around for a long time. Isn't he our record Premier League appearance holder? As he well? will be now, yeah. And I think he's he's the most internationally capped player ever to play for Sunderland as well. He's won the Champions League and all sorts. Yeah, so I think history might be a bit candid to him. And he recently donated a shirt um, he wore in a Mags win and his cup final walkout jacket to the SAFC Museum. It's quite nice of him. I think think he was the only player to turn up to that. Yeah, he was. Um, I think the whole squad was supposed to go, but I think he was the only one that turned up. I think a lot's been said about John O'Shea and... um, speculated about his negative influence on the dressing room but whenever you speak to anybody that's dealt with him it's always positive and glowing and I'm sorry but how many managers has he had Bruce DiCanio Martin O'Neill Poyer Poyer um, Advocat Advocat Coleman Simon Grayson and then throw in Kevin Ball Stockdale as well none of them have ever thrown him under the bus and he can't well apart from DiCanio apart from DiCanio Everybody else, everybody else you speak to, even the journalists, Colgan, Keith Downey, they all yeah, they all like murder, They always say he's a model professional, and I think him and Catmull also get that sort of thrown at them. Like it's not them. People always say they're the the solution, not the problem. I think ultimately they've been here for too long. Yeah. It's got a bit yeah. stale, and I think both parties. I think John O'Shea's got another season in him. Would I be against him come back to Sunderland? Probably not. But I think for him, he he should probably move. But you know, he might be settled up here. He might have his family up here and stuff. He might not want to. Um, I would be against it's, him saying he could have yeah. gone to Wolves. He could have, and they probably think he's class as well because he's kept two sheets against. Like, oh god, we should have had him in the summer. No, I think yeah, he's obviously you know, as you say, he has been around Sunderland for a long time. I think obviously, no matter what your opinions on him, you've got to think he has been so professional at his time at Sunderland, and you know he's been, as I say, he's been uh, part of uh, defences which. He just he doesn't deserve to be really. He does deserve better. And Michael Turner, Titus Bramble, some of his defensive yeah. colleagues, Anton Ferdinand, you know, um, Kiriakos. Kiriakos, oh. Christ! <laughs> it was no. Um, what came up? It was uh, it was on that Premier League years, and it was when we drew three three with them, mm. and we were leading three one, and then Kiriakos came on. Yeah, it, was yeah. just, it was unbelievable. Yeah, I think it'll be it, it'll be sad to see the end of O'Shea. I mean, I think. You know he's never been outstanding for us, but he's always been, like I said before, professional. And I also think I know this is probably um, quite a controversial view, but whenever he's played, I've always thought like our back four just looks a bit more organised. Because it's mm-hmm. how I mean, the Burton game when obviously when he came off, and then um, was it and Clark Salter came on? Aye, aye, and everything went to that, shit. That's happened a couple of times. Yeah, and you know I mean, he's not. It's not like outstanding, but that mm. just surely that's got to be a bit of evidence that he probably was our well, he was our best centre half this season. Yeah. Best organiser, even yeah. though his legs had gone. 
Yeah. Exactly, yeah. He, he put in his programme notes um, on Sunday, uh, I sincerely hope that everything that makes this club so special shines through on and off the pitch. I might not be back, but Sunderland will be. That's, that's good. I think he, yeah. even when you spend so much time at a club, and you know you do share some good times as well as bad ones, I think, I think you do grow that affinity. And I think John O'Shea does care. I just think we as fans have endured such a horrible time while he's been in the club so he's always going to take criticism I think it's not even unfair criticism in a lot of ways I mean I don't think he was part of the rotten core I don't know if there is a, a rotten core but I don't think he was but you, you look at it and it's been a shit time and he's been part of the club when they've basically been winning at most eight nine games a season and mm. when that happens you're always going to be in first stick so it's unfortunate that that's the way his career sort of went but I, I think ultimately Sunderland fans are at least have respect for him because I mean it's it's quite rare really that you have obviously in the modern game of players sticking around for that long and obviously um, having O'Shea around for sort of was it six seven years signed under Bruce or <laughs> nine, Bruce signed. 2011 he will have signed yeah so I mean that's like that is still quite a long time for somebody who was at Man United for so long as well and I think just think it's it, it it's unfortunate, as you said, that he's been part of such a poor side, and it just makes you wonder if he'd gone to another team. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, what, what he could Phil have, Neville did. Yeah, mm. Mm. exactly. What he could have done with another fairly good team. This weird, sad man on Twitter um, did a, a Sunderland statistic thread. Uh, um, it was very good, but uh, I mean, you know, sad Matt Ambassador. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Conor Bromley most minutes this season George Honeyman with 3,310 followed by John O'Shea with 3,080 and then Catamull with 3,033 I think people were surprised to see the, the not Honeyman but I think John O'Shea and Catamull people have got an impression that they're like injured all yeah. the time uh, most shots Aidan McGeady with 76 Graben with 46 and then Honeyman with 45 most shots on target, Graben with 23, McGeady with 21, Honeyman with 15. I mean, it's sad that Graben left in, in January and he's still up there. He actually, his last game was in December. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that he put on that. He's, um, he didn't play for us in 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, most key passes, McGeady with 57, Honeyman with 48, Oviedo with... It, it's it's not four. 47, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's one belief. Uh, I had a uh, typo on that one. Most assists, <laughs> most, assists, most assists, people will be pretty surprised to see Katz is tied with Ada McGeady at five. I think assists is a bit of a false stat, though, isn't it? Because, like... Well, it is when you get relegated. Really <laughs> yeah, but I think in general we need to, like change that assist because it's meaningless really because you could just get lucky that the ball deflects off you and goes to someone that counts yeah, as an assist like, you know, it could be like a player's beat three defenders and put the ball in the box straight on the centre forward's head or it's just a pass yeah, what the defender's yeah. missed I mean if you think like Paul Scholes has only got like 80 assists or something in his career you think though his his balls are the ones before I and he gets like no credit second, secondary ball wasn't yeah. It? yeah right team stats goals per game 1.1 that's that's poor that really is poor average possession 48% pass accuracy nine, uh, sorry 71.9 shots per game 11.6 tackles per game 17.6 that doesn't seem a lot um, yeah, I don't know if that includes uh, missed tackles. Mm. <laughs> you wrote the fucking stats. No, I know it's <laughs> difficult to know like what the what the the mean by dribbles per game eleven point seven. Um, we ranked third bottom in offensive stats, shots on targets, shots and dribbles. We ranked seventh in regards to saves with one hundred and thirty five, and allowed the ninth most shots per game with thirteen point four. If you think like. In regards to 135 saved from our keepers, how many did they let in? Like, 
uh, to be fair, one of the stats I didn't actually put on was how many goals were conceded. I don't, I don't actually know how many we oh, ended up. It must be letting it in the end. High seventies, low eighties, I think. This, I know. This not, is a goaling stat. We have dropped twenty-eight points from winning positions this season, the well, most in the division. That's how many we dropped in about the last six games. It is all <laughs> as well, pretty much. I think it's about twelve points. Yeah, um, it was out. It was out four or five games in a row. We just take the lead and that we're not going to win. And, that, <laughs> and despite that, there has still been six hundred and thirty-five thousand ish people passed through the turnstile at the stadium. Yeah, I think we were. I think. 14th in the country for attendance We're this year ahead of seven Premier League some teams. mag was like yeah but how many were actually there and I was like well I don't know I, they've got to publish the number of souls like, what difference did you make? see um, did you see Michael um, what's it called Michael Martin true faith guy oh. yeah bank, bank holiday Monday analysing yeah. fucking Sunderland's potential finances with I like a year's <laughs> I liked it where he's like yeah. sum it up in one word fucking catastrophic yeah. I'm like that's actually two words <laughs> yeah, man yeah. it's like well, firstly what are you doing doing that on a bank holiday Monday secondly the information's financial information's a year out of date but yeah it's, it's, it's sort of irrelevant I think any sort of I mean, we did one on Roker Report but it was more like a, a explanation of what had happened rather than mm. a looking ahead you can't learn anything because yeah. he's wrote off the debt and we don't know what the new owner's going right. to do another difference like for when Roker Report did it it's like that was at least that was sort of about the team we follow yeah. Not, not our arch rivals. That's what I just don't understand. It's odd, isn't it? Because yeah. we, we literally, I mean, out of what we've been part of Rogue Report now for what, well, me and you just over a year, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. And I follow Rogue Report, Love Supreme, Wise Men Say, and, you know, even like We Are We Aside, all them. You see now about Newcastle. Nah. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. I think Rogue Report did one thing when they went down, but in all fairness, we did relegate them, so we kind of had to report on it. Yeah. Because yeah, it was yeah. directly affected. Bit of an angle, isn't it, that? Yeah, it's the angle. You know, we relegated the mags. Of course, you're going to write about it. You, so, you, you can't not write about that, really. It just, it just <laughs> seems. Um, I would say weird that all the Newcastle fanzines are focusing. And even the Chronicle does it. Like, the Chronicle probably had oh, baits the, for. The, the I think it's just terrible. because they've had a pretty mundane season. Like, it, they've had high points, like beating, beating United at home and stuff like that. But apart from that, it's just been pretty run of the mill, hasn't it? Yeah, they had a bit of a rough, like, early start of the season where they look like it might be going down. But yeah, they have yeah. had a bit of a. Do you know good on them? Like, they've had a decent run and I think Rafa's going to cost you I think Lascelles I think Lascelles should go to the World Cup I do I don't think Shelby should no I think Shelby's a dick um, but anyway Maybe let's on the mags because we do not want to turn into uh, well, Port, Michael one Martin, final <laughs> thing on them is the fact that they haven't even released their own account so what are they hiding there Michael eh eh aye you'll find out Mike Ashley be hiding hides money at the bottom of his sock drawer that man does <laughs> <laughs> zero I'll come back to right we're going to take a quick break Right, welcome back to the second part of the last podcast of the 2017-2018 season. Yeah, before we enter the summer season. Yes, yes. I don't, I don't know what the schedule is. Who the fuck knows? People probably wonder. Um, I am joined by Bromley and Padster. Uh, manager latest Chris Wilder was emotional as he appeared to be waving goodbye to the fans at Sheffield United. Obviously, he's a Sheffield United fan, and it's looking more and more likely that he will be the man to take charge. If he does sign... How much of a coup would this be for Sunderland? I'm, I'm going to put like a hot take, a steaming hot take. Chris Wilder well, won't be our manager. He's uh-huh. using a foul bargaining position with the Sheffield United board. Do you think? 100%. Mm. Would he shite leave a champion? Basically, if he goes They've from... They've done well this season as well. Yeah, yeah they have, yeah. right. So if he, he leaves Sheffield United for Sunderland, 
He's basically going to be where he was with Sheffield United when he took them over. Big cha- big club that's in League One. So he'll get us up. So he's already then going to be a year behind where he was. He's yeah. exactly two years behind himself. But then the odds of him going up first season in the Championship are slim. And he's, he's got that like magic thing in football with Sheffield United. There's yeah, momentum. Don't leave. He's got momentum. Yeah, don't leave. Well, um, he's a- I um. I used to watch Northampton a lot because I used to live down there and he was manager there and he won the League 2 title with them and then the sort of same thing happened where he got them promoted then literally about two weeks later he got the Sheffield United job and he made such a big thing about going to you know take where he's from with the mm-hmm. team who he supports yeah, and I'm in the same boat I'm just thinking like why is he going to just give it a couple of years if he, if he can keep you know the squad together and build on it he could get them around the playoffs in the championship the next two or three years I mean they were not too far away this season well, um, that, I think that's why he wants to go isn't it because they didn't back him in January but yeah. I mean, you look at it it's a hard league to get out of but I think you can, you can get out if you you suppose you have them a, a wee bit of luck along the way like I mean we'll talk about Warnock again it seems to be coming up but he's took Cardiff up on a shoestring and he's brought yeah. in players that didn't you know make the great elsewhere sometimes you can't do it without you know doing a Newcastle and spending 60 million mm-hmm. um, where would you see Coleman landing next there's um, there's it's been muted that Ipswich may be a possible destination. It probably makes sense, Ipswich. Uh, I think they were saying Sheffield United as well if Wilder does leave. Um, that, would be, that would be bizarre. I think it would be, but I think you'd do all right at Ipswich because he's got quite a, again, obviously not a great amount of money to spend, but they're quite a stable team. I think they finished like they finished twelfth, I think, this season. So yeah, they were sort of, They were never sort of Watch, here or there I reckon they'll unravel since Mick, Mick McCarthy's oh, I gone I, I, I think, really think they'll unravel mm. they had it so good with him mm. he, he's, he's been the glue he was there a long time wasn't he yeah. like, he's, he's there a long time and he's, his, net, his net spends about fucking £200,000 <laughs> he's spent hardly anything but it's a that's pretty much wherever he's gone though. Like, he's never had any like massive he amount of money, back, does he? I think yeah. he's probably the net spend will be negative. I think the big players that they've sold, <laughs> yeah, Nick's and Cresswell, and all. yeah. So he's we, constantly we, had his best players sold from beneath him. In I don't yeah. think McCarthy back. Well, yeah. we, we was it last week we had week, this? Yeah. yeah, McCarthy would be my personal favourite. I don't think we should go down the route of a former player. At, like as much as I love Kevin Phillips, I just don't think it's right. No, he hasn't got the relevant experience, has he? Yeah. I would like him as a, a number two. That's probably the highest position I'd want him at the club, I think, at yeah. the minute. Um, but not as... Nah, not as a I, th- I think, too, though, one of the reasons he's stayed in that he's played for like every Midlands club and been a coach at every Midlands yeah. club is yeah, because yeah. he doesn't want to move from there because yeah. he sells. So I think there probably isn't much. I think if Phillips was going to be a manager at Sunderland, it'll probably be five, six years down the line when he's yeah. got A, more experience, and B, his kids have probably grown up. I don't I don't want him to take it. It would be a, mo- it would be a good emotional appointment to start with but managerial cycles even successful managerial cycles in, a, in the modern day age of football last like two or three years tops look at Conte you know what I mean like Guardiola spent what three four seasons at Bayern Munich they get burnt out and they leave and that's the successful ones like Kevin Phillips is not going to last that long and when he leaves it's probably going to be yeah, because not, he hasn't performed well not enough. many yeah. managers leave on a positive note exactly and that's going to that's going to tar his legacy Arsene who got kicked out of Arsenal and then they pretend that they loved him it's been quite a poor last season from us, and I mean, I don't think anybody can argue that. For Arsene? Yeah. Yeah, but I think he's in the right. I mean, Arsenal before him were a mid table Premier League team. Aye, yeah. they were it's... playing absolutely shite football. Yeah, so, I mean, he's moved them on, he's given them the, the new Arsenal way of playing. Didn't he... he moved football on in this in this yeah, group. He did, yeah. Didn't he win the league with them, like, in his second season? Yeah. Or something? yeah That's, that takes him doing that. that. I think it was a double as well. Or the season after was a double ad. Yeah. The one that. that 
he won it three times. Yeah, he won it three times, and he won it. I think he won a double in two thousand two. Mm, just googling. Hang on. Yeah, Google it. Go on. Talk amongst yourselves. <sighs> I was. Gonna, you don't smile. He said, "Talk, Paddy." Come on. <laughs> uh, you found it up yet? No, it was a shame about Ferguson, man, wasn't it? Yeah, but he's all right now. Yeah, he's yeah, um, he's, he's, well, he's, up, he's, up, he's, right. he's up talking, but it was uh, yeah, it was a shame. Yeah, it sounded it sounded pretty bad. That's decent. Dude. It is good. I did feel um, a bit. It's one of them where Fergie's always been like part of my life. He's just always I, yeah. Uh, institute. I, I've always quite liked him as well. Yeah, it's what he. But it's for me like it's the same with Wenger. It's like whenever just like it's the first next season with the first season like in my life where. Fergie and Wenger aren't going to be managers in the Premier yeah. League. It's just like it's it's a complete end of an era. But the yeah. next manager is uh, Tisdale Exeter. He's going to be the longest serving. He's been there since two thousand six. Jesus. Well, I Arsenal won the um, the Premier League three times, obviously unbeaten in all three or four, and they've won the FA Cup about fucking eight times, seven seven times with uh, with Wenger. Community Shield. So. Never won the League Cup though. No, he never did. They lost, lost the final Birmingham. Yeah. Craig Gardner. Yeah, all <laughs> yeah, uh, Femi Martins on uh, yeah. the <laughs> Craig Gardner was in the, in the 50 year old. Anyway, back to matters of, um, of Sunderland. What, what, mm, hang on, what have we got here? Mac and matters. Uh, only, only three want to stay, apparently. Uh, we are not allowed to mention specific names according to my producer's notes. Um, you can, I mean, you can get News reported by Rook Report on our website claims that only three members of the season's first team squad want to stay. Which players would you like to see stay and which simply must go? Well, I think Paddy McNair. Oh, well, actually, I've got the, the, the list. I'll get the team front and the bench from Saturday. I'll, I'll go through. So, Jason Steele. I'll be happy with him being there next season. I mean, he doesn't inspire yeah. confidence, like, but he's uh, right he season. wants to stay. He's, I mean, since he, got, since he came back in, I think, was it the Burton game he came back? I mean, he's, he's done all right for what he has to do. I don't think there was much he could have done for Burton's goals, for example. Nah, I, I think just, he's... He's putting three solid performances. Yeah. He's a confidence keeper, isn't he? Yeah, because he's on. Has he got another two years in his contract? Yeah, he's on like fifteen grand. Thought, it was, he signed was quite three. a long contract, didn't he? I think he's last year, three-year deal. Oh, yeah, so he's got two left. So yeah, I think maths. quick maths. Aye. <laughs> yeah, I'll be more than I think seems to. We accept that probably Oviedo will be away. Uh, yeah, well, apparently he's been touting himself all over the place in the uh, yeah. South American media. Well, so. <laughs> I imagine he's away. Which, to be fair, I I like Oviedo, but he's. He's much of a must. Just never have. Just never seems to like. He looks decent, and sometimes I'm like, yeah, he's a good player, but he just makes mistakes. Matthews, I think, is a logical stay. Yeah, I like Adam Matthews. I don't know how long he's got. He's got. He signed an advocate. He might only have a year left. I reckon we should give a captaincy to Bally Mumbo and just let him let him miss double. We'll get on. We'll get on to the future captain or the current captain, technically. Well, yeah. End of the last game. Our last captain. Mark Wilson, out of contract in the go summer. Away. Oh, he's got to go, go away. He's Please go away. It's jarring, yeah. possible. Scored, but go away. Not it, it, I think he'll end up at another championship team all alone. I think he'll end up at Rangers under oh. Gerard. Aye. Yeah. I've just I written a bit that. about Gerard Rangers. I think he's on a hide now, I think, me. Yeah, I think it's a good move. I, I, th- I don't know. What, what can he realistically achieve? The, the only thing you go there for is like just to try and finish above Celtic, and that's yeah. just uh, for, well, for me. If I think if, if Steven Gerrard, by some miracle, manages to stop Celtic getting to ten in a row, which is the fabled thing in Scotland, isn't it? Ten titles in a row. Mm-hmm. If he manages to do that, then he's pulled off a miracle. Mm. If he manages to win a Scottish Cup, he's well, pulled off a miracle. They've done this uh, share thing. They're basically selling shares to raise six million quid. Which will obviously be his transfer, but if six million quid's what they're looking at, then it's just not enough. Yeah, is it? I just think you have to the pure blokes and I had nothing. Anyway, 
Uh, we've got Jaria, Paddy McNair. I think we've all said we want him to stay, but I mean, how much money would it take? How long, how long has he got left in his contract? He's, he's got a couple, at least two years, unless he signed a five. If he signed a five-year deal, he's, he's got, got three, three years. Yeah. But he's got, he's gonna yeah. have two or three left. I can't imagine they would have signed a young Paddy McNair and we give him a three-year deal. Paddy <laughs> magnificent. No, I think McNair will be big for. I think get a preseason behind him and he'll be. Just needs yeah, to stay fit. I think what Morris is obviously still gonna be around because he's injured, isn't he? So yeah. yeah. We'll not be a good to him. And I think Ethan Robson. We've um I've been a big fan of him. Uh, yeah, I've like been, Ethan I've, I've liked the look of him, yeah. Yeah. I think uh he got harshly kicked out the team well not kicked off, but harshly dropped under Coleman and never seemed to get back in. But I mm. I rated him from the moment he started. I, I like how firstly he's physical. He's a strong Let's player. He's get physical. Physical. We're gonna get physical. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than the Mick McCarthy impression, that. I'm not even gonna try. No, don't bother. Go I'm not gonna do it again. No, Robson. I think he's a strong player. He's a good five, ten yard pass. He does he, the simple things well, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. To be fair, he did a good ball at the weekend. I saw him play a nice over the top ball, so maybe he has got that in him. So Robson, I think probably are we all in agreement that he should be a building block next season yes. definitely yeah. yes. I think if, if we've got a midfield next season of McNair and Robson I think that's a fantastic place to start mm. I think and this might be controversial but I'd sell Asoro and Manja and, and reinvest it's a dagger to my heart selling Asoro I think I, I, I think he's got he, he knows he's better than League One man he's not going to put up yeah but if you can if you can't if you can get Azoro signed up to a I don't, new deal don't, don't get me wrong like if we can keep him brilliant but I think we're good I think we're good yeah, sell him and spend and spend. I reckon we could get five six million from him he's worth more than that I mean just just load yeah. load it full of fucking sell on clauses and and such like and sell him get rid of it nah a bit of a prima donna anyway I'd, he's only an 18 19 year old kid man you don't want to be I'm not, I understand if they did sell him for that sort of money but I think with the new ownership they don't want to be selling the player that I think along with McNair should be the biggest building block he's a great player and he's only going to yeah. get better if you put him in League 1 he's going to be scoring goals I know he's only scored what three goals this season he probably should have scored more yeah, I think yeah. if you're going to have a knock on him it's the fact that he, he struggles to put it in but I think well don't he, we all he uh, <laughs> <laughs> he um, I lose my train of thought then uh, he, he could probably do with the spell in League One mm. just as much I know he's, he's done well in the Championship but you know, are we realistically going to be getting the money that we want for a player who scored three goals I think it'll be if he has a season in League One as well it'll be a good experience for him because you know he's going to be coming up against some pretty like no-nonsense like defenders who you know if he tries any like of the slick stuff they're just going to well, just kick him up in the air. Yeah, just, yeah. just get physical on him, well, really, and I think that will help him because then obviously he'll know from then on that that's, bit, that's what happens. A bit, a bit. I think yeah, two. If you a championship team probably won't buy him because they're not going to spend their budget on a prospect. A Premier League team probably won't buy him because he's not Premier League ready. So I think the, we're going to either undersell him, sell him for a silly price, or it'll have to be the other way, sell him for an inflated mm. one. And somebody thinks it's better than what it is. I personally just don't think it's worth selling. You might be right. You might be right. Molyneux. Keep. Definitely keep. Yeah, yeah. keep. I think he's going to be another building block next season. Keep going, keep going. Fletcher. I I, I would have him back, but I would rather us I would rather us have our own player. If the, if it's a choice between owning our own player and having Fletcher back, I'd rather own the player and try and work it that way. But I if think, there's no other option, 
I think Borrow will try and flog him. He's yeah. on like 45 grade K a week. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to be able to contribute to his wage. And yeah, if they want no even 10%. Well, we don't pay anything to his wage. That's what I'm saying. We're not going to be able to. So. See, I, I thought when we signed him that we would. I thought it was the deal. I've got to pay his full wage. Right, he's, he's not going to end up. He won't play for Middlesbrough. Well, maybe again, I don't think. Um, he'll be out somewhere else next season. And his, his fall's stark, man. Like, he was at United and he moved to West Ham for big money and it's just not worked for him anywhere. I think he. Didn't he? He felt that he was deserving of games, so he went for West Ham. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Denver Hume came on, substitute. Keep. Yeah, you got to keep the young guys. I've been really impressed with Embleton when I've seen him for the under 23s. Keep him. Definitely. I think if the the actual midfield options look decent for next year, the yeah. amount of. And they're going to be improved playing a league one. be interesting to see if how the, the lineup because I suppose the natural thing in that sort of league is probably go 4-4-2 but I wonder four, if we'll be a 4 fucking 2 yeah I wonder if we'll be more of a 4-5-1 because oh, we've got so much midfield quality especially if we have Pally McNair who looks like he could contribute probably 20 goals a season he's, he's good at running yeah. on isn't he he's like in the Lampard kind of that, that goal he scored the weekend was messy yeah, yeah that was just fantastic dribble a pass somewhere they went there and just knocked it in past yeah. if, it, it is. if we can get in a position where he can sometimes have like a free roll in games he'll mm. He'll bang them in for fun in League One, I think. And, and if what more if what more gets fit, the pace, the pace. Well, I, I suppose will he will he have the pace? So I still think what more has other things. I mean, he's predominantly pace, but at that level, he's got other yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, he, he had he had pace obviously the last time he came back from injury, but it's just like is another injury, injury yeah, going to be? Yeah, yeah. that makes might get to a point now where if he says that there's a chance for like a run down the wing, he might think, you know. He might be even like, a little bit put off because like, mm. if I do this, like, is my knee going to go again? Or so it, it might if it might help him develop that other side of his game that we've said that he has to develop because mm-hmm. he might he might feasibly have to change his whole game. He might have to change the way he plays. He's a yeah. he's a raw talent, isn't he? I mean, yeah. I think the the main knock on him was the fact that he didn't get set up. Yeah, he, he yeah, obviously he had got very good basic things but he didn't seem to have the other side of the game he had no real football and intelligence I mean imagine if we'd have had Paddy McNair and Duncan Watmore fit for the whole season we might not have got I think it would have made a difference definitely I think there was building blocks in this team to this season if they've got things got a goalkeeper sorted got a decent goalkeeper in and maybe another centre half then the you know probably would have been more than alright that's one of the highlights of my my season is um Somebody offering a hundred pound for me a dress after I made that exact comment about what Moran and McNair. Do you remember? I remember that happening, but I didn't realize what it was about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had literally posted a tweet saying McNair and Watmore would have made a, a big difference for us, and then this bloke just went fucking nuts. Why? <laughs> I can't remember. Was that. he a man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I called him a roid head, and I did it. Oh, no, but this was after he had a go at me and avid um, avid rock report viewer slash listener slash reader Hannah Brown, and was just calling us like every name under the sun. And then he was offering people money for my address. Was it? Did he? Did he get your address? No, I told him it was number six Privet Drive, SR six or something like that. Isn't that where Harry Potter lives? Yeah. yeah. Well, he doesn't live in SR six, but. His last tweet he signed off was like right coming in the car now. So like my my thoughts are kind of like I hope he was sat trying to punch in like perfect drive SR six to him. Can you get them on their flying cars only? Yeah. <laughs> So fucking owl. You have to go to King's Cross platform nine and three quarter. <laughs> run, run into that brick wall, you roided. <laughs> anyway, next season targets we should be really looking to go up by like 110 pounds. <laughs> I think temporary a wee bit. I don't know if that. I think going up 
ultimately it's the the aim. I think look yeah. at the teams that came down. Burton Albion, they're not you know the greatest football team. I, I had them down as the worst team in the league, even worse than us. Mm. I like uh, Nigel Clough though. I like Nigel yeah. Clough as well. I think they'll be all right, but I don't think they'll necessarily go up. I think. Barnsley, they have got a takeover. They have been backed by money. They're going to bring in a new manager. Possibly, I would imagine Simon Grayson might be at the top of their shopping list. Uh, we well, just left uh, Bradford. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I, I think. can imagine I think he'll fit quite well with a team it like Barnsley. It just seems into like Bradford offered him a new deal. He turned it down. The Barnsley job's up. I think that's a, a logical, yeah, a logical move for him. I think they've got a bit of money apparently as well, so mm. I think that'll be them, and I think they'll be up there. I think Barnsley will be, yeah. And then there's some of the you know Portsmouth didn't make the playoffs this season. I think they'll be you know there or thereabouts another season. Yeah. They're a big club down there. Team like um, you got those teams well like Peterborough, who well, I know they won't have uh, Jack Marriott, who yeah. just scoring goals for fun. He'll be away, but they've you know they've got a good squad and they've done this for. Like, I know, like, sort of three, four years in a row now, where they've just they started well. They've sort of been top six on Christmas, and then just the plummet. Who's this yeah. Peterborough? Yeah. yeah, is Ferguson still there? Darren Ferguson? No, no, it's no. um, is it not uh, the player the guy who's played for them, Grant McCann? No, no, it's oh, is it now uh, Steve Evans? Ah, uh, right. Where's uh, Where's Ferguson these days? Isn't he's a Doncaster. Doncaster. Ah, that's so right. Be, they're in league one. He, he, he left Peterborough about ten years ago, didn't he? And I've just missed that. <laughs> no, he came back. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's spells. right. Aye. And then it was right. Grant McCann and then Steve Evans. Went there, Preston, I think. Yeah, I he think did. he was the one who took Preston down. Uh, yeah, I see. His last game at Peterborough was at St James's. We'll move on to some um, some Twitter questions. We've got oh, the old Twitter questions. We've got one from Graham Field, our mate Graham. Is there any of the players that the Rook Report lads would like to keep next season that might be a bit controversial, and why? Ooh. Good one, Graham. That's a good question. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, I will ponder while going. Ooh, good <laughs> question. <laughs> Padster, ah, t- t- great take question. Hmm. <laughs> he's always always good value for a good question, Graham. Oh, I love Graham. Um, Graham, we need to go for a pint. I, I Graham. I think Graham should be on the podcast. I, think I know. <laughs> it was spot on for you. Like <laughs> next time I have us on the podcast, Graham, you can come on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think. Um, and maybe not controversial, but I think I know we've just mentioned him. But I think Jason Steele. I know a lot of people will probably think, "Oh, we don't want him because you know he's he's one of the like shite goalkeeper brigade who we've had this season." Aye. But I mean, to be honest, he's I mean he's done more in that those last three games than Lee Camp ever did. So that's Aye. got to be a plus. I know Camp won't be around. Premier League goalkeeper now. <laughs> That's keep, keep talking, buddy. Keep talking. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the score. <laughs> Come on, keep talking. Um, yeah, so I think Steele is definitely uh, one up there. Oh, there we are. I've got mine. <laughs> Aidan McGeady. Aidan McGeady, well, he'd probably light league one up, to be fair. Like. Yeah, yeah, th- definitely. I think also he's got that cut in his contract as well. Definitely keep him. Aye, aye. Right, I've got a, um, a question here from Jake Collinson. Is Bain a dead man walking with the impending takeover of Sunderland looming fast? Yes. 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 yes I do not believe Martin Bain will be here Good on knows. August 1st. Good fucking Absolutely. But he'll be able to rest on his pay packet of like 1.2 million. He fell off his bike today. So I really do. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that when sort of they said how much he's, he's been getting paid. So he has. He's got a terrible job, though. I don't know how think, he does it. Yeah. I saw a thing where he gets paid one point. What was it? One point two four, and then yeah. the cost of all the staff he made redundant was like one point two. Yeah. It's yeah. like so. Realistically, we could have employed them people and, and kept food on the tables and not had. <laughs> yeah. being. I, um, I'd hazard a guess at saying one of those staff members would have done a better job in terms of efficiency than Martin Bain. I think. Yeah. yeah I think <laughs> one thing that's undeniable with Bain is he's a twat. He was offered the money and you would take it anyone would yeah and 
you know, he had a job to do, and he was given a remit, and he may say that he did that successfully. But, he, but, he, but, but, but he's not he's not done it successfully, has he? What I was about to say is, is the fact is he's oversaw a Premier League club and turned them into a League One club. Don't be don't be giving any sort of to Martin Bain on the show. That Martin Bain deserves none. I was just being a bit, you know, trying to give him don't a bit be of a side. Connor. Doesn't, doesn't suit you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's, call him what he is. He's a. I'm wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Surely like, he's he's not gonna. He's not going to be able to get another job like on this scale when, as you said, he's taken a Premier League team down to the third division. And he ruined Rangers. I was just about to say, yeah, that's, he, I, you know, that's he probably was there at Rangers, but just before it went to shit. Yeah, so, so that's probably something which a lot of other people don't realise. But it's like, mm. yeah, he's, it's not just Sunderland what he's been a part so of the downfall. Ben <laughs> is a dead man walking. Sam says, "Would you keep steel next season?" We've answered that. I, to yeah. be fair, I'm, I'm I'm compelled by Padster's argument. I think I'd uh, I think I keep. I just I like him. I hadn't thought about <laughs> much coming into the pod, but having listened to what Paddy has to say, realistically, actually, we've got Rob, Robin Roy there, who I think there's a keeper in Roy. I like. I think he. I mean, yeah, I He's thought right. um, Camel will be gone. I saw him in a couple of pre-season games, and I thought he looked really good. And then obviously, when was it? Steele got dropped, and then he came in. Then was it that? Was it one game when merry-go-round? He, he conceded those like two free kicks, like identical. Oh, was it Millwall? Millwall. Millwall. Yeah. Millwall. And they were just like identical, just mistakes. Like, how have you been able to do the exact same thing? Twice in yeah. like five minutes. I think again, just <laughs> confidence goalie. I mean, yeah. the thing he cannot be that bad of a goalie. He played in the area division for years, and mm. we're playing in League One. Yeah. And do, do you remember? Do you, well, that's one of the highlights of this podcasting season, where, where I thought Robin Reuter was really young. Oh. <laughs> it turns out he's twenty nine. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought when we signed him, we signed this like young freebie that had just been like cast aside, and it's like, oh no, he's, he's actually twenty nine. He's just like me and Gavin. I think it was me and Gavin. And I was like, what the? Yeah, fuck but nobody, time? nobody told me about it on the podcast. And you, just, you just let me get. <laughs> hammered afterwards on Twitter <laughs> well the thing is it's, it's one of, of them where the at page. the time you're just like maybe what's, I'm wrong what's he talking about <laughs> Paul O'Leary says dare I say it but Steele has actually looked canny in the last three games seems to have grown in confidence and that clean sheet yesterday could do wonders for him seems to be a confidence keeper I've got my tin hat at the ready but I'd keep him and start the new season with him well Paul We've got our tin hats on as well. We do. I've got an actual yeah. hat on. He has. It's not a tin one, though. No, it's not. It's a snap of back. George said in response to Paul O'Leary, he has, but he's been shite all season, mate, so personally I'd say not good enough. Maybe as a number two, certainly not as a number one for me. Um, Paul O'Leary, I'm just reading out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is actually good. Carry on. Because Paul O'Leary says statistically he's actually been the best of the three, but as we've pointed out before, that's no mean feat, really, is it? That's, really. It's no real achievement. And then Paul goes on to say, um, "Tough. That's like being the last to finish of a so- in a soggy biscuit game." I'm not quite <laughs> sure what a soggy biscuit game is. You, you don't know you what soggy biscuit the, is? Yeah, you, d- 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 I don't drink tea. No, it, well, yeah, it's, it's uh, soggy biscuits. A lot more sinister than tea and biscuits. Oh, is it? Oh, fucking hell! I'm just yeah. there. <laughs> have I missed something? Yeah. Um, can I can I explain? Yeah, go yeah, for it. Pads. Um, basically. I'll have to say first, I haven't actually played it. Um, <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Don't try this at home. Gotta be safe, exactly. Um, basically, it's where a group of guys get around and they wank onto a biscuit. <laughs> and the last one to finish has to eat the biscuit with all the all the discharge on it. Why would you it. play that? Why you say, <laughs> lads, <laughs> you lads, you want to come over at the weekend? I've got a great game for to play. Soggy biscuit. You Happy protest days. too much. You, you've definitely played that game. I can tell by your sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Probably will come in handy to be fair. 
<laughs> well, that was an interesting. I think that's the first time we've ever talked about wanking on the podcast. Yeah, um, I didn't think I'd be talking about that ever again, to be honest, especially not on a podcast. But no, no. Well, we'll swiftly move on. Yep. <laughs> so, any more questions? Um, I'm just looking. No, not really. Um, SCFC North Yorkshire says, "What do we do about goalkeepers?" Well. It's a, it's a common theme that people are obviously very worried about. and then and then this bloke said um, sign another four random shite ones for, <laughs> for more the cost of a decent one that's a fair point <laughs> uh, will we see John O'Shea and Lee Catmull and a sudden shirt again well John well John O'Shea probably not Lee Catmull who knows if he contracted <laughs> who's going to buy Lee Catmull uh, although I did see a Leeds fan being like oh I fucking love Lee Catmull I was like oh, go on then <laughs> did we do a three word um, review of the game no, don't we're think not. it went up. Maybe well, we can do our own three word review. Well, that was just about maybe saying. a seasonal one. Ah, oh, Paddy can go first while I think. <laughs> well, it's three word season review. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely fucking terrible. <laughs> really, um, I'll go with. Um, it's a tough one. There's loads of dead air while I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you go Connor I'm the foot white man I'm doing it I'm the host Connor um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say diet freeway cola right okay <laughs> Fair not sure what that means, but <laughs> it's a shit coke isn't it so I'm going to say Martin Bain twat it's difficult really to do a three word review so many things have happened in the season uh, so many things have not happened in the season as well yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. Like, just thinking back, just how everyone was just, oh, we're going to the championship. Like, yeah, we're not going to set the world alight, but we might get mid table or something. And then it was like, I was saying this the other day, it's, I just think it got to when we got when we lost at Bolton. I think before then, I was just like, no, nah, we're going to be okay. But when we lost that one, I was just like, no, nah, I think I think that I was the time think, where. I think we even did a road report TV. And we'll call that the relegation party. That Bolton. Uh, I, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Airway yeah. game was. I remember yeah. when we beat Burton away and we came in here and we were buzzing and coming and just been a point and I was like, ah, playoffs, lads. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we don't make a push towards the playoffs, the then. The start's coming. The start's coming. But again, it's, it's one of those, like, another one of the false dawns this season and it has been full of them. It's like, uh, I think that should be the podcast title, the false yeah. dawn of a season. Because we've won, a, it's like, what, we won at Nottingham Forest then we had Barnsley at home like three days later and got t- we got turned over by them. Oh, so horrendous they, that day. They, they hadn't won in about 12 games but they just came the, the thing is we, we only finished six points six points is all we finished away from survival I know and you think of them 28 yeah, points you think of them 28 points we dropped from especially under the grace like un, under the Grayson under Grayson yeah how many times we were leading and we have drawn yeah and we just we just continually did it on him I mean if Grayson had turned three of them draws into wins he would probably have stayed as manager and I think we probably would have maybe just about kept it up mm. I mean the issue with Coleman yeah. is he just kept shoehorning his stupid three at the back and it never worked it didn't, yeah it didn't and that was just the thing that infuriated me I think everyone could see it by the end but I mean I thought from the opening you know we'll be burning with the four at the back and I was like just yeah, stick so with enlightened, it God. I just, just loved it when um, he kept on playing Billy Jones as a centre half just like, why like, stop he, working. he's got to go man stop it he? yeah that's another one like I Oh, I tell you who He's, needs to stay, Tom Beadland. You need to get his contract uh, sorted Be- out. Be- yeah, Beadland's a good player. He's yeah. done well in, up in Scotland. Stuart Donald needs to make that his top priority if you're listening, Stuart. Aye, aye. Aye. It was 45 years ago this week since um, Sunderland lifted the FA Cup in the last major triumph for either Newcastle or Sunderland. Very good. Aye. And actually, I saw Bobby Kerr. You sound a bit obsessed bringing Newcastle in that as well. <laughs> oh, I saw Bobby Kerr and Mickey Horswell at work the other day did you? Oh, right. I think well, we're, we're, on a mate date having a drink and I, I said hello to Bobby and he didn't recognise us 
I only met him the one slag, but he had a haircut though. <laughs> not really, I've put on a bit weird. You've not had a haircut since you met him? Well, not, not a different haircut. <laughs> You're just jealous of somebody that's got fucking hair. That's why I'm wearing a hat. <laughs> I love the summer because I can wear a hat. <laughs> wear a hat in winter? I could, but it, it doesn't add. I get a hot head if I wear a beanie. A beanie? A beanie? You'd look like. I always think like beanies look like someone's walking around with a condom on their head. Well, I don't wear them. Specifically. No, I'm not saying you do, I'm just fucking. I wear like the. Uh, what, what's the normal hat? What's the normal hat? Snap though? back. No, not one of them, man. Just a normal just fucking one you just put on your head. A woolly hat. A woolly hat. <laughs> a fucking hat. Right, we're, um, types we're, of um, we're talking shite now, so. Why don't football clubs make proper snapbacks? I've always wondered. Because snapbacks are fucking shit. Yeah, I know what people wear. The scourge of society, man. What is the, the point? The scourge of society. Uh, you're, you're one of these that'll wear a snapback backwards and then, like, fucking. Cover your eyes with your hand and be like, oh, oh the sun's I... in my eyes. <laughs> I've, no. never, I, I've never seen you do that. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's the face I have ever worn of these in this company. That's an impression of what you'd do if you did do that. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. Right. I like wearing my snapbacks this way. Yeah, you look lovely. Thanks. Right, let's wrap this up. Um, thank you very much to Connor Bromley for coming on. Thanks. It's my pleasure. Great debut if I do say so myself. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Hopefully you will be a regular in years to come. And big thanks to everybody that's listened to the podcast over this past season. Been good. I don't know. The thing is, I've really enjoyed it. How 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 are when are the podcast done now? Uh, Well, I think we'll be coming back in the summer for different bits. I know there's a World Cup podcast coming up. (sighs) I I don't know what's going on with it. Um. Well, you're Welsh, you don't give a well, shit about uh, I'm probably going to be taking a more reserved role next year, um, moving on to Pastures New. This will probably be my last podcast as host, um, and I'll be passing it on to, well, you, Connor Bromley, Alex McCain and Johnny Goldsmith can, can fight it out amongst themselves. I'm not going to be fighting for it. But, um, <laughs> I've really enjoyed it. It's been it's been a really good experience in a, in a really shit season. Um, but you have commitments, didn't you? And you've got to... Mm-hmm. Can I be coming into podcasts and asking around with you when I've got to work for money? It's true. Well, it's I think <laughs> podcasts will be. I don't know. I don't know what I'll happen. I don't know if we'll be in the studio or not. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I uh, thanks to all the listeners, especially like the the likes, well, the the ones that have become like friends really and and yeah. interacted with us. Graham again, we'll mention you, Graham Field, and well, I think we've got else, that. Um, Cameron Johnson's always um, messaging Polo Leary's one as well. Hannah Brown and. I think Collinson because we've got that game on the pitch in May. I don't know if it makes sense. Maybe uh, maybe invite people along to come for a drink afterwards. Com- ah, that's not, that's not a bad shot. I think yeah. all the road report lads will be out for a drink. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. there'll be the odd one who's with me. Like, ah, I need to go home see the kids. Yeah, yeah but you know, for me, I'll be out. I'll be committed till eleven o'clock. <laughs> like the last road report night out. I went home at eleven o'clock <laughs> on the dot because of the last metro. I even offered him a place to stay. And I've offered them the spare room and don't know. But I would have taken that. I'll have to take it. Bromley's not really a session. I'm not. I'm not a session. Whereas no, I if I go out, I'll go out for like 11 till 11, three days later. Like, yeah. See, I just can't do that. Sometimes James isn't like, you can't contact him for like two days. Like, I will not really contact James on like a Saturday night because I just know generally you won't get a reply. I, I like to go missing because I have so much to do during the week that like come the weekend, I just like to go. See, yeah. the, the weekends where I catch up with all the stuff I didn't do in the week. I ah, see so you need to be more productive during the week. Anyway, this is this is just talking absolute fucking shit. <laughs> People enjoy this, man. Do you think? People love listening about like, my life. I don't think. Don't. And your life. And the Padsters. The Padsters. Come on. I've got, play, yeah. I've got plenty yeah. to say. <laughs> well, yeah, just tell about one random fact about yourself, yeah. Paddy. One random fact. Um, one random fact. Uh, 
I recently I spent my twenty first birthday in New York. Oh, nice. Oh, he's around the shit. I'm not, that wasn't just like trying to rub it in that bit in New York. I just wanted to put a white shirt. What on. was your best thing? I've been in New York. What was your favorite mm-hmm. thing? Um, York, best think. part of New York. Was it cold? Yeah, it was really cold. It was at like end of March, so mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, but it was. Um, Look at Copley. He's just jealous. He's never been in New York. I know, I he hates it because they're capitalist, America. <laughs> capitalist Americans. I, I didn't like Tories. I didn't like capitalism and what? <laughs> and what? That could be your random fact. You used to be a communist, didn't you? Well, I'm, I'm a socialist. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a communist. To be fair, I, I, I believe in ethical socialism, Brom. I'm, I'm, You're just a fucking Blairite. <laughs> I do like Tony Blair. Fuck, fuck him. I don't know. I wouldn't say anything. Murderer. <laughs> I'm worse than him. <laughs> try, and, try and for war crimes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I just hate Tories, don't I? I can't the only Labour government I've had is the Tony Blair one, so obviously I've got to be. I know, but your sister's a yeah. Tory, you must hate her. She's not a Tory anymore. Is she not? I no, can't stand we used to be a business man. owner, now she's not. So she's changed. If there's if there's one thing I can't stand, it's Tory. I apologise to any Tory listeners. But actually, no, I don't apologise to any Tory listeners. I don't apologise at all. To be fair, it's funny in the Rogue Report group chat if you even like put something in that could slightly be construed as a conservative view, you're like, fucking Tory, get <laughs> out the fucking group chat, fucking hell. Gotta be told. Well, you always <laughs> bite the Tories on Twitter, you're horrendous, right? Well, I just don't like them. They go against my very fabric of existence. Yeah, I, I just it's against think me it's, culture, it's against everything I've ever known. I just think it's like, I would never get upset about somebody's political views unless they're like a Nazi. Ah, see, see, we we'll, could we'll get on to a right old... Um, the right old debate. The right old debate. Talking <laughs> politics with James Copley. <laughs> Aye. Well, I was. Um, I used to be chair of the Marxist Society when I was at Swansea University. See, that's too not, much. Not chair. Sorry. What was it? I can't remember what it was. I was. I was involved. You were the chair. Somebody sat on you. Yeah, yeah, somebody sat on But the chair was built by, by everybody for the for the use of everybody. Aye. For for the many, not the few. I think it was his. It was his birthday this week, wasn't it? Karl Marx, two hundred. Yes, yeah. two hundred years old and still. Trending Still alive. Double, well done. Double century. No doubt. Aye. That's impressive. Once smashed the window of a London pub pissed. What a guy. Fair. Anyway, thank you for listening. I've been James Copley, your host. Connor Bromley. Thanks. Say bye. Been good. I'm looking forward to the World Cup podcasts. Sound. Maybe season we'll, reviews. We'll need to do a, a Roker Report TV as well. That'll not Final. be coming until after. Not, not this week. It'll be coming sometime... Maybe the twenty second of got, May. Got a bit of uni work on, haven't we? Aye, got a wee bit going on. Aye. So no, there'll be no Rogue Report TV until after the eighteenth of to May. Find something else to masturbate over. Aye. <laughs> Hopefully people don't do that. What's that thing they do where you you you, you finish on your phone and you send it to the celebrity? What's that called? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard of that. What, what are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> you, you were getting on to him about biscuits. You know, <laughs> so there's there's been two jizz related. What sort of record games? Nah, you never seen that. I've never heard this, of that. This is the real, real reason why I can't commit to next year's podcast. <laughs> can't work with these idiots anymore. <laughs> Google it when you get in. I'll give it a miss. Anyway, I think it's called a contribute, a contribute or something. <laughs> Apologies to any kids listening. <laughs> Apologies to any parents listening with the kids who are now Sean fielding awkward questions. I don't imagine you're listening. Oh, we'll put the podcast on, man. That family trip. Graham <laughs> Fields, a dad, man. He might have it on in the car. It could be. Well, I'm sorry, Graham. Right, anyway, <laughs> goodbye. Thank you. Cheers. It's been a long, emotional season. Paddy, thanks for joining us. Yeah, Connor. Thanks for having us. See you in a bit. He's got a mouthful of water. <laughs> Bye. Dickhead. <laughs> we'll post some um, pictures of his shite sunglasses and you can be the judge. <laughs> right, take care. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.